Welcome to That's Agritastic, the show that celebrates the scope and diversity of agriculture across the country. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Joining me today is my very special guest. It's Cody Johnson, board president of the Richwood, Ohio Independent Fair. And Cody is also the sponsorship and entertainment director for this year's Richwood Fair. And today we're going inside the Richwood Independent Fair, scheduled for September 1st through September 6th. Hey, Cody, welcome to the show. Hey, Pete, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for taking time out of your ultra busy schedule to really let us go behind the scenes of this summer's event. I know right now you're in that crunch time. The fair is only a few weeks away, and there's probably still some T's to cross there, but hopefully most of them are all set to go. So again, can't thank you enough. Looking forward to hearing all about those exciting things that you have planned. So Cody, I know that you are a Richwood native, uh, born and raised, and and went to school here and everything. So uh, how did you first become affiliated with the fair? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Richwood and I've, I've shown them 4-H and FFA. Uh, I did ever since I was uh, old enough to. So I just showed at Richwood Fair. And then I, I, I guess after junior fair board, I kind of joined senior fair board out of high school and uh, been on the fair board for quite a few years now. And you had some connection with FFA going all the way back to the fourth grade? Uh, yeah, yeah. So as soon as we were old enough to enroll in uh, 4-H, we, we showed in 4-H and then uh, moved to FFA in high school. So so do you have a claim to fame with your experience in 4, uh, 4-H at the fourth grade, something that you did that really was a wow? Um, well, <laughs> I'm, I met my wife um, in 4-H and FFA, so uh, I wouldn't be married without 4-H today. Can't get, can't, can't get any more wow than that, I don't think, right? <laughs> yeah. So the Richwood Independent Fair has a long, really storied history. I mean, it goes back all the way to 1892, has to be one of the earliest fairs out there, only six uh, independent fairs in the state of Ohio. How did the uh, fair itself actually start? Uh, Yeah, so uh, we're an independent fair, but like many other fairs in the state of Ohio, uh, we basically got our start on harness racing. Uh, Harness racing used to be huge in Ohio, and it's starting to make a comeback as well. Um, But just like most affairs, we we started with harness racing. There you go, and trotted full speed ahead into a gallop. And here we are now, what, 129th event of this year? Yeah leave happening. Well, the fair does kick off on Wednesday, September 1st at 7.30 in the morning. You have an opening ceremony. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the opening ceremony, uh, we typically invite the people who make the fair possible, our sponsors, um, our elected officials, um, everyone like that. Um, and then we uh, say a prayer for a safe and healthy and prosperous fair. And then uh, we play the national anthem because um, we live in the greatest country there is. Um, and then we kind of kick off the fair from there. Good to go then. And uh, looking at the schedule, we're going to walk through here the various days of the schedule. Starting on that Wednesday, you have a lot of junior fair activity right off the get-go. And as we've talked before, you know, the junior fair part with involvement of the FFA and the 4-H members really is the heart of all county fairs uh, around the country. So tell us about some of the skillathons and some of those uh, events taking place that first day. Yeah, so the skillathons are kind of a, a test, I guess, on your on your 4-H or FFA project. Um, it basically shows what you know about your project. Um, anyone can go out there with the best animal and win, but the skillathon is kind of what shows who knows how much about their project. So uh, all the participants, I mean, they have been studying, I would imagine, for quite some time getting ready for this, because really, this is the highlight 
uh, of their year in 4-H and, and FFA as well. So a lot of anticipation and excitement building with that coming up here shortly. Now, in addition to that going on, other activities starting up on Wednesday too, but you kick off in grand style, really in the grandstand with an acclaimed, and I do mean explanation, acclaimed American country singer, Rodney Atkins. And I'll tell you what, if you haven't heard about him, you don't know country then, that's all I can say. I mean, it looks like he's had about what, four or five uh, hits that have been in the number of five slot. Uh, he had an album, the last album that I saw, 2019, caught up in the country and was, boy, that was really uh, off the charts as well. So boy, what a way to start to really get people excited having an act like that. Now, those tickets for grandstand activities, I know are extra. How much does it cost for, for the, that concert? Yeah, so actually this year's concert will be held in the infield. We moved it there this spring um, because we weren't sure what COVID restrictions would be in place. Um, but the tickets are $20. It's a bring your own uh, lawn chair sort of deal and you can sit anywhere you want. Uh, we're super excited to have Rodney come in and I think it's going to be a really great night. Absolutely. What a way to start. Get, get that excitement building right off the top. Now you continue on Thursday, September 2nd. We have again, many other skillathons going. Uh, and then the grandstand on Thursday night are the infamous garden tractor pulls. So again, uh, boy, that's something to see. Yeah, so the garden tractor pulls is just a smaller version of, I guess, the large tractor pulls. Um, definitely maybe a little more fun to watch uh, just to see the guys uh, taking them down the track, but something different, but uh, I think something that everyone will really enjoy. I know uh, we were talking uh, before the show, and I don't know if you had a chance to research this point, but again, how much do these things actually pull? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but I'm, I'm sure it's a lot more than the stock ones for sure. You also have a myriad, and I do mean myriad, of all kinds of open contests going on all week in certain special category areas, such as antiques and fine arts. Now, talk to us about uh, some of these activities. Yeah, so um, I think fine arts used to be a, a much uh, bigger display uh, for a lot of fairs and something that's kind of died off at, over the years, but it's something that we still have going very strong at Richwood. Um, we have antiques and culinary, uh, baking, um, open class, youth projects, all kinds of projects the community can enter. And then it's judged actually on Fair Week. And you can find all those in the Fair Book. Something for all ages to actively participate and enjoy. And again, as you had just mentioned, uh, all of the rules and regulations are in your extensive website as well. Uh, better put that out there right now. We'll put it out again, but put it out right now, too. Yeah, if you just go to richwoodfair.com, you can find everything about the fair. Richwoodfair.com. That's where you want to go. Right now, Cody, we do want to take a minute to salute all of our show partners that make our program possible. That includes Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio, Culver's Restaurant of Marysville, the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, Holbrook and Manter CPAs of Central Ohio, Utsi's Farm Market of Plain City, and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association. You'll find great products and services at all of our show partners. Well, Cody, every fair has a few must-see, must-do, wow things that you just, if you go to the fair, you just have to experience and have to be part of this. So what are three or four of those wows uh, for the Richwood Independent Fair? Yeah, so our fair has um, a couple of different areas I'll highlight real quick here. So one is our antique tractor display back in the antique section on the back part of the fairgrounds. Um, it's something that 
I've never seen at any other fair the amount of tractors we're able to draw in for fair week. Uh, it's it's kind of cool to check out all the tractors from you know the, the past generations. The second thing would be our fireworks show that we're going to have on Sunday night. Um, it was kind of a late addition to the fair, and we were able to pull a lot of sponsor money together to put on what, I mean, the only uh, fireworks show or second fireworks show in Richwood this summer, but a, a very, very large one for sure to kind of end the fair. And then uh, the Rodney Atkins concert, I'll, I'll plug that one more time. I think we're pretty all really excited to have Rodney here this year. There you go. If you can't get excited about any of those things, then I don't know uh, where you are. So again, great wows for the fair. Now, the other thing, uh, when you go to a fair, you always look forward to enjoying some of that special fair food, things that you don't typically find out and about. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, I love funnel cakes. What's your favorite? Yeah, so I love uh, the, the crowbar baked potato from Crowbar and Grill. Um, they're actually from Richwood. So we get a few chances at every uh, every year to, to have crowbar, but uh, it's, it's, it's my favorite fair food for sure. It's a loaded baked potato, and I can't wait to see them every year at the fair. There you go. So you want to make sure you check out that loaded baked potato. You heard it right from the president of the Richwood Independent <laughs> Fair. That's got his endorsement too. So maybe that got you some extra baked potatoes right there, Cody. I hope so. <laughs> now, I love uh, Philly cheesesteaks, you know, with the sauteed onions on the steak thing. Are you going to have the Philly cheesesteaks? I don't like to make promises, but I'm pretty sure they will be there somewhere, uh, somewhere along the Midway for sure. Now, speaking of the Midway, what are some of the attractions there? Yeah, so uh, the Midway will have uh, your typical rides um, and, and carnival games down through the Midway, um, a bunch of local food trucks. We try to bring as many local ones in as possible, um, and then some, uh, also some merchant display spots as well. Excellent. As you move the schedule into Saturday, harness racing, here we go. Uh, boy, you know, you've got to have harness racing in that fair, so that's a, a real crowd pleaser, I am sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, harness racing is, is basically our tradition, for sure. So um, we have harness racing actually two days. We race them on Saturday and on Sunday. So looking forward to that. Excellent. Now, the schedule itself is just jam-packed with all of these other special open contests occurring on those last few days, especially, as well as some shows. I noticed uh, a Team Zoom canine variety show. Are we talking professional do dogs jumping over hoops and and catching Frisbees in midair, doing flips. What are we talking here? <laughs> yeah, that's, ba that's basically it, Pete. So um, the Team Zoom uh, canine show is uh, set up out in our rides area, and we have a set of bleachers set out there as well. And they have a variety of shows throughout the day where they do bring their professional dogs out. And it, it really is a lot of fun to watch in person. It's about a half-hour show where you watch these dogs jump through the hoops, run around uh, the obstacle course, and uh, it's just really inter interesting to see. If you love animals, uh, boy, here it is right now. And these dogs have been doing this a long time. So those stunts, I am sure, are highest quality to enjoy. Now, two events caught my attention big time. And I don't think you necessarily see these at a lot of affairs as well. And that would be the infamous ladies skillet throwing event. And then for the guys, wrench throwing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, those contests are up at the uh, MJS or the Bow Street Pavilion. Um, and so uh, they are really just a brute strength uh, contest between everyone who enters. And it's basically just to see who can throw each the farthest. But it, it is very fun to watch and uh, very entertaining for sure. 
Now, I just have to ask this to you about the ladies' skillet throwing. There's no added incentive, motivation, or of having a significant other at the other end of the field where they're throwing these towards, is there? That <laughs> <laughs> does seem to help motivate them a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, let's hope that those guys have helmets on or something. So, <laughs> But uh, what, what an entertaining, engaging event for sure. So continuing on, you've got the wrench throwing as well. And then uh, you get into the Junior Fair Awards. Yeah, so um, our fair uh, tries to represent our, our non-livestock exhibitors just as much as our livestock exhibitors. And uh, with that, so our junior fair awards that you're talking about right there uh, go right in front of the non-livestock auction. So this is where the kids who don't have an animal but still have a 4-H or FFA project actually are awarded their uh, prizes for their project. But then following that, they're actually able to sell uh, their project in an auction and, and raise some money to, to send them off to school. You know, the auction, and I always say this uh, when we're talking about county fairs in general, but really that is the culmination of all of the hard work and effort uh, that the 4-H and FFA members have done all year raising the livestock and, you know, community support in the auction is just critical. And I know I've talked to 4-H and FFA members before that that money raised a lot of times has helped them with a lot of them transitioning, going on to college now or starting new jobs and needing that extra revenues. And so... That is extremely critical. So I would highly encourage uh, everybody to please support uh, the auction and the junior fair activity there as well. Uh, you can make such a big difference and just showing up and showing your support too. So it's, it's all good for sure. We can't say that, I don't think, Cody, enough. Definitely. So, so uh, that evening, we're continuing on here and that evening on a Saturday, you have the tough truck contest, all different types of trucks competing. Yeah, so we actually have two uh, two classes of trucks. We have the stock and the modified class. So if you're feeling brave and want to take your daily driver out there, we do have a stock class for you, and we'd love to watch you take it off the big jump. Um, and then the uh, modified class is obviously some built trucks that, that are very fun to watch. And then actually this year we have a UTV class. I know the uh, the side-by-sides are getting very popular, and so we, uh, we'll let them run in a class of their own as well. Perfect. Now, you mentioned this earlier. Uh, and one of the wild factors, but one of the wild factors is the antique parade of the uh, ag vehicles that we mentioned. Uh, again, that but that will be in the grandstand uh, on yes. the uh, Saturday afternoon, correct? It's it's on Sunday afternoon, Sunday? actually. Okay, yep, Sunday. Uh, right in front of the grandstands. Yep. And then uh, a cornhole tournament. Now, cornhole, highly popular activity, cornhole, and and you've got some great cash prizes with that. Yep. And then you have a line dance uh, and a DJ dance. Uh, this is this for all ages. It's for all ages. Uh, everyone is welcome for sure. And what time does that take place? Uh, I have to check the schedule. I, I'm not sure, but <laughs> sorry. Uh, we have so much going on that I'm not sure where everything sits. It looks like six o'clock on uh, six o'clock happening on uh, Sunday night. Yes, that sounds correct. Okay, perfect. And uh, then uh, continuing on uh, here, you have the life in the farm contest. Now that is highly unique. What's that about? Yeah, so we're all, Richwood is a farm town, and so everybody's used to bailing hay and straw, and so this is actually three-on-three -three teams where we, uh, you take turns stacking uh, straw on a truck, driving around the track as fast as you can without dropping any bales, and then unloading and stacking the, the straw uh, stack again and see who the fastest is there. Um, the second contest of the night will be a wagon backing contest, so I don't know if anyone's ever tried to back a wagon, but backing a hay wagon is twice as hard. So uh, that's the first year for this one, so we're very interested to see how it turns out. Now, are there like deductions if uh, bales of hay come off the truck when they're doing that first contest? 
Absolutely. You, I think it's a five second uh, time deduction every time a bail pulls off. Again, highly entertaining to see that too. So, all right. Uh, then we continue on here uh, that evening with the NTPA tractor pull. Yeah, so um, that is actually on Monday afternoon, but uh, NTPA, we run a national tractor pull uh, to kind of end the whole fair. Kind of, we start with a bang at the concert and then end with a bang uh, with uh, three classes of tractors on the last day of the fair. I think I want to make sure we mention you have two interdenominational church services on grounds on that a Sunday too at different times. I think one is in the morning, right? And one in the Yeah, afternoon. one is in the morning and one is in the afternoon, correct. So there you go. Uh, your whole experience right at the fair and uh, church services happening for everyone too. Now, what is the price of general admission tickets? Yeah, so seven bucks uh, gets you in the gate every day at the fair. Um, ride bands are not included. You have to purchase those separately, but uh, seven bucks for admission. And if you want to buy a season pass, they're available online or at local Richwood businesses for $25. Okay. What about the uh, ride tickets? Is it uh, so much for, uh, for a band for a day? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, this year we're trying to bring more rides in. We're hoping to have 15 to 18 there. Because of that, the ride bands are uh, $15 a day, but should be enough to entertain any child, I would think. Even the big kids too? I hope so, yeah. <laughs> okay. All righty. Good deal. So, uh, and uh, parking itself, you have plenty of parking space. There's no extra fee for parking? Yeah, parking is completely free and uh, there's plenty of uh, space all the way around the outside of the fairgrounds. And the response already, as far as people coming in from other areas, appears to be off the charts. It looks like all of your camping sites are already filled. Yeah, we have 110 camping spots at the fair, and they are all booked as of now. Well, that's a really good sign right there, too. So those extra people coming in uh, to experience the fair. Now, the entire schedule, uh, as you mentioned earlier, but we can't put this out there enough. Your entire schedule and the official program is online at your website. Put that out there one more time, if you would. Yeah, so our everything about the fair is at richwoodfair.com, and then we're really good about updating our Facebook page as soon as changes happen. So if you go to Facebook slash Richwood Fair, you'll find any information there as well. Perfect, and we will post uh, both of those sites up on our That's Agritastic uh, Facebook page again, so everybody can have that as an added ref reference point too. So we'll have that there. Well, Cody, uh, again, you're very close to the event. Uh, what is the final message that you really want to put out to everybody about this year's Richwood Independent Fair? Yeah, uh, 2020 was obviously very rough for everyone. Uh, we're very excited to welcome everyone back for 2021. And uh, we, we need you there and the, the kids need you as well. And we have no doubt that the community will step up to help us. Cody, I can't thank you enough uh, for giving us really the real deal about your outstanding fair. Hey, kudos to you for your board leadership, for your leadership on taking on those two giant pieces of the fair, sponsorships and entertainment, huge segments as well. And to your entire board, to all of your volunteers, to the junior fair uh, participant personnel, the Ohio Extension, State Extension, uh, and everybody else connected, your vendors that are working together collaboratively to make this such a unique and great experience for everybody to enjoy. And we do wanna encourage everybody in Central Ohio and anywhere uh, that is uh, listening to this to check out the Richwood Independent Fair. And I assure you, you will not, and again, you will not be disappointed. Cody, again, thanks so much for your time today. Wish you the very best with the upcoming fair. Thanks Pete, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Cody Johnson, the board president of the Richwood Independent Fair 
has been our very special guest, and he's given us a very inside track look at the upcoming Richwood Independent Fair, which is scheduled September 1st through September 6th. And as we wrap up, we want to give a very special final acknowledgement to all of our outstanding partners. That includes Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio. You'll find great rates for ag, commercial, and residential products products combined with first-class individualized service. Check them out today at liberty.bank slash office Marysville. Utsi's Farm Market of Plain City, Ohio. It's your one-stop shop for all of your favorite Amish cheeses, deli meats, baked goods, and more. The corn crib is open. It's fully stocked with fresh local produce, including sweet corn and Indiana melon. It's open Monday to Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it's on Converse Huff Road off of Route 42 in Plain City. You can find them on Facebook and on the web at utsiesfarmmarket.com. Utsi's Farm Market, it's worth the drive. The Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties a grassroots membership organization dedicated to strengthening and sustaining agriculture through policy advocacy, professional development, resource provisions, and outstanding member benefits. Find them on Facebook at Central Ohio Farm Bureaus. For more information, contact Melinda Lee, Organization Director at mlee at ofbf.org. That's mlee at ofbf.org. Holbrook and Manter CPAs of Central Ohio, with over 100 years of professional service and real ag experience. They are your source for accountants that know the farm industry. They're ready to help and grow your business. Go to agribusinessaccounting.com today. That's agribusinessaccounting.com today. Culver's Restaurant of Marysville, Ohio, offering an outstanding array of value baskets, which include their famous butter burgers. You'll also find fresh daily custard products like concrete mixers, sundaes, and much more. They're open every day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Go to culver's.com slash restaurant slash Marysville slash OH. Welcome to Delicious. It's Culver's Restaurant and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association, cultivating a future in which sustainable and organic farmers thrive. Local food nourishes our communities and ag practices protect and enhance our environment. Now's the perfect time to become a member, offering a diverse variety of value-added benefits, including organic certification, educational events led by experts, one-on-one -on -one technical support to start or grow your business. Go to oeffa.org. That's oeffa.org. Your support and patronage of all of our show partners makes a huge positive difference. Well, join us again as we continue our ag journey across the country and follow us on That's Agritastic Facebook page. Until then, this is Pete Emmons saying, make it an agritastic week.